0: Podcast listeners, we recorded last week from different parts of the planet. So I was on holiday in Portugal, and Paul was on site at Indian Mobile Congress in Delhi. And uh, we recorded only due to some technical difficulties on both sides. The recording wasn't super good. But I'm here to guide you through the different parts. First, some background about this event. India Mobile World Congress has uh, over 75,000 visitors. There are over 300 uh, exhibitions uh, or booths, and they come from 40 different countries. Ericsson is one of them who is uh, showing there, and of course, also the local operators uh, have their booth there. And one of the cool things that Ericsson was showing was connected music, a demo that we also did in at Mobile World Congress Barcelona six months ago. And this was the first time it was done in India over live network. Uh, we are connecting music in, from the Barty Airtel booth. There it was Siddharth Shankar Mahadevan, who was playing. And on The Ericsson side, there was a Swedish band playing. And this is, of course, to show off the low latency and high speed, high performance that uh, we can get on a live 5G network, as music is something that's very, very difficult to do if you have the least bit of lag. So...
1: Let's start off, Paul. So, so, so I think if you if you came to uh, if you if you came to our stand, one of the most obvious things was the music, um, and uh, we've sh- we've shown it before. But uh, we, we had our five uh, G demonstration, where we have uh, a band playing on the stand. Or more properly speaking, half the band playing on the stand. We had this in in Barcelona, and and uh, the other half of the band is somewhere else in the in the uh, in the venue, and they're playing synchronized t- together over five g Yeah, so that's quite cool. Showing off the low latency and the. Showing yeah, off the, the low latency, yeah, and and then uh, and, the and then Miami another train. one, another one that you'd recognise. Uh, we had the ambulance. Uh, well, not ah. a, well. We didn't actually have the ambulance. It was a kind of a, a painted on the wall profile of the ambulance, and a little corner around the corner with uh, somebody <laughs> sat in the in the hospital, uh, but showing uh, e-health e- and and using five G to p- connect uh, emergency vehicles for uh, in this case uh, ultrasound. Mm. Um, yeah. So we so we had the, we had some fun with that. We had some fun with that. A very interesting one, which was, uh, which was not strictly 5G, but is one of those applications you can think that uh, will benefit from, from the bandwidth and capacity that 5G comes from, is our, uh, is our colleagues at MediaKind, which is an Ericsson subsidiary. Uh, and they work yeah. with, um, with media, uh, media distribution and, and, and those types of things. And they were showing some very clever stuff uh, for this immersive st- stadium experience. So when you're when you're at a stadium or you're at a concert, uh, being able to see what's happening from from different angles, being able to get augmented reality so that you can get statistics and other things on screen, uh, and also being able to do 360 degree um, uh, virtual reality, so you put your VR headset on and and go in and look around, so, which of course would mean that you don't actually have to be in the studio, uh, stadium at all to to see the event.
0: So I do apologize about the quality of the recording again. I was standing in the middle of a street in a little village called Alvor in southern Portugal. But we do our best. An interesting fact about India is that uh, GSMA, the Association for Mobile Network Operators Worldwide, are expecting 920 million mobile subscriptions in India at 2025 and they also expect 88 million of those to be 5G ready subscriptions. That is a huge deal. And Paul managed to get an interview with Nitin Bansal, who's managing director for Ericsson in India. Paul's first question to Nitin was, what's your impression of the India Mobile Congress so far? Here is his answer.
2: It is phenomenal, and it gets better year on year. So this is the third edition of the India Mobile Congress. Last year, we were showcasing and talking about 5G is going to come soon, and how do we prepare ourselves? In less than 12 months, we see a big change with 5G already happening across four continents, Ericsson being part of it, and especially for India Mobile Congress, we are able to showcase the relevance uh, for India and have very open discussions with academia, regulators, government, the telecom service providers, and the OEMs. So overall, a very, very good event.
1: Uh, and uh, do consumers in India know what 5G is? Are they, are they uh, looking forward to it
2: with expectation? You know, if you look at the last mobility report from Ericsson, uh, Indian consumers are consuming the highest amount of data per month per subscriber, which is 9 GB. So one thing is for sure that the Indian consumers are in heavy need for data, which is expected to grow more than double in the coming three years. Now, I will not say that the normal subscribers understand the difference between the Gs, but I would also say that when we asked them, uh, would you want a faster and a more reliable service, the answer was yes. So we did a consumer survey earlier this year, and what the people or subscribers said is, they are willing to pay a premium for 5G services in India, and they also said that they will switch their telecom service provider if they do not launch in line with the others. So, yes, the interest, interest is huge. So, so uh, in Indian customers, then, they're,
1: they're really looking forward to, to being able to, uh, to get their 5G. And if they don't get their 5G, they're going to change operator. That's what you're telling me. Um, but uh, when it comes to Indian Mo- Mobile Congress, what's, what's hot here about 5G? What have you seen?
2: What's hot about 5G is uh, there's a demonstration for lots of use cases which are relevant for India. Uh, together with understanding the technology both in 3.5 and 28 gigahertz or millimeter wave as we as we call it. Uh, the other interest is to make sure that the ecosystem is in place, which means end-to-end including the devices uh, availability. So the basic interest is how do we get the 5G in, how do we monetize it and make sure that it becomes affordable for the mass.
1: So
2: mass users. And, and, and when it comes to use cases, what do you see as the most interesting
1: use cases here, both, both for consumers and for industries and verticals?
2: So I would say to begin with, the most interesting use case remains to be the enhanced mobile broadband and fixed wireless access. And the reason for that is, if I relate it to what I said earlier, that the traffic is supposed to grow more than double in the coming three years, there is a need for a newer, more efficient technology in order to achieve the data requirements in the network. Fixed wireless access, the fiber penetration is very low in India. We have some other constraints with laying of fiber, so hence fixed wireless access brings in a very easy solution which is very fast uh, time to market in order to get fiber-like experience using uh, 5G at home. Going forward, I would say that we are looking at lots of use cases around uh, medical, self-driving heavy equipment, industry 4.0, So anything that can benefit from the efficiency that five G brings in, uh, India will be the first ones to adopt it. Whether again, you know, agriculture, medical, uh, remote equipment. uh, uh Agriculture? Yeah, yeah. Agriculture.
1: Uh, Agriculture, I understand, is very big in uh, India. It's a big
2: place. It is. It is. It is. is. And uh, for sure, you know, you can. Increase the efficiency and reduce the requirements for uh, human intervention in agriculture uh, very substantially with 5G. Uh,
1: what do you see the steps
2: along the way when it comes to
1: deploying 5G in India?
2: Uh, the steps has been discussed um, during the last three days at India Mobile Congress as well. Is One, availability of spectrum. Number two, uh, spectrum which is affordable. And number three, making sure that the transport and the core network and the remaining parts of the networks are ready to support the 5G when it comes. So it's more technology driven. And like I said, from a use case perspective, I strongly believe that enhanced mobile broadband and fixed wireless access are the immediate here and now use cases. Not much preparation required for that other than the device ecosystem, which we see is coming up faster than we expected. And then once the initial deployments happen, then we start looking at use cases related to uh, critical and massive IOT kind of applications, yeah. Okay,
1: um, do, do you have any personal reflections when it comes to 5G and how it
2: could uh, impact your life when, uh, when it comes? I mean, as a, as a subscriber and a user of, or a heavy user of data services, uh, with 5G I strongly believe that one, as an individual, it will help me get better quality of service, Uh, when I need, where I need, and uh, which is guaranteed. So, yes, I'm really looking forward to getting 5G services for myself. And
1: uh, you're in a very good place to make sure that happens. So, thank you, Nitin, for your time today talking about 5G on The Voice of 5G. Thank you, Paul.
0: And that was it for this special episode with really, really bad sound. But from India. Later this week, we'll be back with a report from Mobile World Congress Americas. so on the other side of the globe. Catch you later. Bye.